We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzone-radio.com. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. For the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network and our fine family of broadcast affiliates across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, 20 Asian countries and across Europe. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. That is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our two websites, www.xzoneradio.com and www.exonetv.com, where you can watch, listen, and chat with the Exxon Nation. Also today, we have launched www.exxoneradiotv.com, and that is the website where you can go to purchase your Exxon iPod. Yes, they're finally here, and if you want to order an iPod, 
If you want to see the great pricing that you, the members of the Exxon Nation, can get, go to www.exxonradiotv.com. My guests uh, tonight include my first guest, who's going to be joining me in a few moments. Her name is Bobby Atrestein, and uh, Bobby and I are going to be talking about the paranormal. Then Bill Madden, who's my producer tonight, and I are going to be talking about Edgar Mitchell's claims that the U.S. government really is hiding the fact that the aliens are here. Hmm, interesting hour. Then in hour number three, Elizabeth Joyce will be joining us to do psychic readings for one and all who give us a call at one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. And Dr. William Schneed will be joining us in the final hour to discuss, well, what happens if you get into a relationship that is just no good? How do you get out of it? Hmm. Abusive relationships. That's what we're going to be talking about in the final hour of tonight's show. Once again, our toll-free numbers are one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. That's one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. And of course, email exone at talkstarradio.com. We're going to take a two-minute commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about ghosts, things that go bump in the night. We're going to be talking to Bobby uh, Atrestein, who is a, um, a researcher, and she's a writer. She's written for Ghost Magazine, uh, the UK's Mystery Magazine, Taps Para Magazine, and Fate. We're going to be talking about parapsychology, ghost hunting, research, and much more in this first hour of the X-Zone. If you'd like to give us a call and ask Bobby any questions pertaining to the paranormal, ghosts, things that go bump in the night, or maybe you've got a story you'd like to share with us. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Now that is toll free Exxon Nation at one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Everything tonight from ghost hunting to talking about aliens, psychic readings, and abusive relationships. That's what I call a jam packed four hours here on the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Don't forget, we come to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. And then the show is repeated in its entirety from 2 a.m. until 6 a.m. The Exxon is truly a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. And it's heard on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon TV, and on shortwave from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I'll be back in two minutes as we start tonight's Exxon talking about the paranormal. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. 
together for a while. It's been such a long time and I really do miss your smile. I'm not talking about moving in and I don't want to change your life. But there's a warm wind blowing the stars around and I'd really love to see you tonight. Bobby Atrostein is our special guest. Uh, she is the founder and director of the Center for Paranormal Research and Investigations. And, uh, Bobby, welcome back to the X-Zone. Hi, how are you? Fine, Bobby. Can you tell our listeners who have joined us over the last couple of months since you've been with us uh, last what the Center for Paranormal Research and Investigation is and what you encompass? Um, we are actually based in Virginia. We cover the whole state. Sometimes we go um, to some of the border states. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were founded eight years ago with the help of a Canadian group, the Ghost and Hauntings Research Society, based in Toronto as a Virginia branch. And I have about 30 members, and we take in cases usually via our website, which is virginiaghostplural.com, uh, some, and, and by word of mouth as well. And we've and then everything from, you know, public places, hotels, things like that, historical um, things as far as we have a lot of Civil War stuff here in the state, to uh, private residences, which is mainly what we do. We get requests from homeowners. And how did you get involved in the world of the paranormal, Bobby? Um, well, I had an interesting childhood. Um, I grew up with uh, my mom, who would have dead relatives visit her, Mm-hmm. Um, after they had passed away, and hearing these stories as a child, um, it just it sparked my interest. And so, growing up, you know, anything I could read or watch um, regarding the paranormal, I was all over it. And then uh, after college, I found the website um, for the Ghost and Hauntings Research Society and realized people actually investigated that. It was actually, you know, a hobby. And contacted the founder, uh, Matthew Didier. And, you know, started the website, put out a request for members, and six months later we had five members in our first case. So tell me, what was your, what, what was it that sparked you? What was, what was it that, that triggered you? You said something about your past, but what was it? Um, well, there, probably one of the most memorable things that I personally experienced uh, was in my grandmother's house, and I'm from a small town in extreme southern Virginia, mm-hmm. and it was myself, my great-grandmother, and my sister, and we were, you know, at my grandmother's house watching television downstairs, and we heard someone coming upstairs, and it was very distinct. You heard the door turn, you heard footsteps, and you heard the door turn to go into, it was actually a basement that was, um, fir- you know, finished. And then it stopped, and no one came downstairs. We all went upstairs thinking, you know, who came in. No one had, had came in the house. And over the course of a few months, everyone in the family experienced that same thing. We don't know who it was, you know, what it was, um, but all of us heard it. It wasn't our imaginations. And the fact that, you know, my uncle actually uh, experienced that and got a gun, thought someone was trying to break in, you know, so... You couldn't just easily dismiss that. I don't know what it was, and it only happened for a few months, and I don't think it's ever happened again. But, you know, and being a lover of science and wanting to find out why things happen, I was the kid that was tearing apart things, trying to figure out what made it work. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, a little bit of a different perspective our group brings. We don't use 
any of the, uh, you know, we don't use mediums or psychics. I mean, there's a place for them, but we try to gather things that can be um, somewhat reproducible in a, in a scientific environment, a lab environment, which is very difficult, where we're looking for something that will actually, we can take to a big research university um, to get them to say there's something going on here and this deserves to be looked at. Has that happened? Um, we've gotten a, a few things, but I don't have anything that I consider, you know, really um, hardcore enough to, to take to a university. We have built a relationship with the Rhine Institute, which has a loose affiliation with uh, Duke University, um, but they definitely have the connections to um, to, to get a, a university like Duke to look at it. And we're also working on the University of Virginia, which is one of the few universities in the U.S. at least, that still has something that you could loosely term parapsychology um, as far as the department. One of their, their medical school and their psychiatric um, studies has something that they call abnormal psychology, and they actually study, um, they call them crisis apparitions, but they're basically after someone dies, the, mm-hmm. the, you know, when people see loved ones that have just passed away, things like that, they study those, as well as out-of-body experiences and near-death experiences. So being that they're in Charlottesville, and that's um, pretty central to the state, not far from where I'm from, um, we're, we're looking to hopefully connect with them. What has been the most interesting case that you've worked on, Bobby? Well, the, the case that I, that I refer to, um, that I really think there's something going on that, that really can't, I at least can't explain it yet, is a house in Chesapeake, and it was actually the house that I took the taxi team, the guys from Ghost Hunters, out to um, a couple of years ago. It was actually my very first case. What's interesting about this case, the family is a group of Mennonites, mm-hmm. um, and it's a perfect haunted house story in the sense that they, um, her husband purchased the land. It had an old farmhouse, two-story farmhouse that was pre-Civil War, on the property, it had uh, it was in disrepair, so they decided to just bulldoze it. And their original plan was to actually bulldoze the house and have it, you know, carted away. And they built a cute little brick rancher on top of it. Well, they ran out of money, um, so they actually had a big hole built um, or dug up for the basement. And instead of having the old house carted away, they actually literally pushed it in the hole that was going to be their basement and built their new house on top. So they don't actually have a basement. And things started to happen almost immediately. I mean, to look at the house, it's very cozy. Nothing looks haunted about it. I mean, the lady made homemade curtains. It's the coziest house. But there's a lot of different apparitions that many witnesses, and this is over a period of 30 years, have experienced, Um, one of them being the Civil War soldier. Um, She actually, the the lady, it's it's wall-to-wall carpet. It was built in the 70s. And one night she heard, footsteps on hardwood floor outside of her bedroom. So she goes to the door mm-hmm. and sees a Civil War soldier, Confederate, in the, in the gray uniform. He's solid, 3D, looks just like he's standing there. She closes her eyes, looks away, sure she's imagining things, looks back, and he's still there, and he's looking at her. So she, I mean, she, she did something strange. She went back to bed. I don't know that I could have gone back to bed after seeing that. That makes two of us. And, and, and a couple of weeks later, she didn't mention this to anyone for fear that they would think she was insane. Her, her son, who was very young, said, Mom, I saw this funny guy in a uniform in my room last night. And what he described was the Civil War soldier she saw. So over the years, they have, you know, tons of, they've, they've identified, I think they've named four different spirits in their house. 
and we've been out there and we've actually came close to documenting something that would have been worthy of taking to a university, but the tape got erased somehow. Um, we had some people from uh, PBS station trying to video a Halloween special. I had two people in the attic. We had uh, closed circuit TV downstairs watching, you know, videotaping them in, in infrared or night vision, trained on the two women in the attic. And the, it looked like smoke appeared behind them. And then as it came closer, you saw legs. And it was actually appeared to be um, an apparition was, gonna, was going to form. And it got halfway up to at least waist level, and it was walking towards the women. The women who were upstairs were unaware. They are just chit-chatting. And the PBS lady that was downstairs freaked out, started screaming, ran to the stairs and says, you've got to come down now. Of course, the women come downstairs not knowing what, what was going on. And when they went back to replay the video, they were using a you know VHS at that time to record um, what the television was seeing. It was gone, as if he had never pressed the record button. Interesting. Yeah. Has there ever been a time during a research uh, investigation that you've had the you've had the heck scared out of you, Bobby? Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. Uh, back in 2002, we were doing an investigation of Salubria, which is the oldest brick building in the state of Virginia. It was built in the 1700s. Um, by a man that married um, the widow, the widow of Governor Spotswood, who was uh, one of the early governors of the state of Virginia, mm-hmm. and this, the whole haunting story for that house is that her son was in the Revolutionary War and he was killed, and she would continuously, you know, look to the window. She still paces, looking out the window, waiting for her son to return from war. Um, we had a, an investigator in the house that has no running water, no electricity. It's way off the road, you know, pitch black. And he uh, was claiming that he was hearing a baby cry. He had a radio communicating with us in a little um, RV set up outside. So I went in the house, determined that he was not hearing a baby cry. He, his, his imagination had gotten the best of him. Sure enough, I didn't hear a baby cry. So we're talking, looking at the house. And all of a sudden, out of the middle of nowhere, we hear, we hear a woman moaning. From upstairs, it's loud. I mean, we were having a normal conversation, you know, as far as volume, and we both looked at each other. My instinct, of course, because in this house there are two entrances and exits, and they're, you know, directly one in the back, one in the front, and the staircase is in the middle that goes upstairs, was to run outside. <laughs> but I forced myself to go up the stairs, and of course, there was nothing there. But uh, definitely you have to do, you know, it's fight or, or flight, and your, your mind's saying, you know, get the heck out of there, but you mm-hmm. can't. Interesting. Uh, Bob, Bobby, why do you think so many people today are turning to the paranormal for answers? Well, I, I think that's a great question, and, and my take on that is, is that it's become kind of a, a cult thing. I mean, in the medieval times, religion was very prevalent, and, and if things happen, you blamed it on curses or evil spirits, and... And today, it's very strange that people will email me and say, I'm an atheist, I don't believe in God, but I think I have a ghost. Um, it's, just, uh, it's just strange that you, people, for some reason, find it more scientific to believe in a ghost, that they actually have the spirit of the dead in their home than they do um, you know, any kind of spirituality. So with the, you know, all the television shows, I know here in the States, I mean, there are so many networks now, and they just show all kinds of things. There are all kinds of, you know, showing paranormal groups. Of course, Ghost Hunters was probably uh, the most well-known uh, paranormal show. But now, 
um, just in the past year, there's been a couple of more very popular shows. They're always All right, Bobby, stand by. You and I have to take a commercial break with the news. Bobby, uh, Tristine uh, Steen is our special guest. Uh, she is with the Center for Paranormal Research and Investigations. Her website is virginiaghosts.com. We'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial. No, it's more than that. It's the news break at the bottom of the hour as the Exxon continues right here on Talkstar. Choosing someone to help guide you through deep financial waters is an important as well as very personal decision. Let me tell you good news. You have a friend in the loan business who is sincerely anxious to help you when you need it. The toll-free number, in case you ever do need it, is 1-866-464-1800. There'll be an interested, caring, and friendly voice at the other end of the line when you call Prime Pacific Capital. I know it's not every day you need advice on consolidating credit cards or getting a home loan or getting a lower interest rate, but when you do need help, that's no time to take chances. Call 1-866-464-1800 or visit www.talkstarradio.com. Call 1-866-464-1800 and introduce yourself to your friend in the money business. But don't ask for free samples. I already tried that. (laughs) It doesn't work. Call 1-866-464-1800. Amethyst works with your guides, angels, and spirit animals to assist you in catalyzing your inner healer, clearing your psychic and spiritual debris, integrating your lost soul parts, illuminating your journey, energizing your spirit, opening your psychic senses, exercising your multidimensional gifts, activating your purpose, empowering your soul, validating your experiences, navigating life's transitions, guiding your process, awakening your spiritual essence, balancing your energies, tapping into the creative flow, realizing your dreams, visioning your destiny, dreaming your world into being, being who you really are. Amethyst is an Exxon iPod partner and can be visited online at www.answersfromyourangels.com or from your Exxon iPod by touching the Angels widget on the main screen. Amethyst, www.answersfromyourangels.com We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. I'm Rob McConnell, and welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Today on the X-Zone, skulls from the Triangle of the Ancient Gods. It was high in the mountains of Peru where Canadian television producers B and Bob Connolly discovered the giant elongated skulls of an ancient civilization that may be in fact the key to the extraterrestrial connection. Their interactive CD, In Search of Ancient Wisdom, 
contains several photographs of these skulls, which includes animation that depicts the similarity of the skulls to the ancient statues of King Akhenaten of Egypt. Elongated skulls and conehead skulls have also been discovered in the shadow of the Great Pyramids in Egypt and near the ancient Aztec temples in Central America. Elongated skulls, terrestrial or extraterrestrial. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hi, hold there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X-Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X-Zone radio show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back. We're talking to Bobby um, Atrastein about her organization, and uh, she is a, the director and founder of the Center for Paranormal Research and Investigations. Their website is virginiaghost.com. Bobby, how can you tell whether a place is actually haunted by an unknown entity or whether it's the person who is creating the haunting in their own mind? Um, that's a great question, and the very first thing we do, when I receive a case, I send it out to the regional director that's closest to the location. They make a phone call. We're checking to see if, they're, if, if they sound like they're sane. If that's the case, we, um, as part of our investigation, we usually do a two-part process, a preliminary, which is when we go in, we always conduct two, actually about three psychological tests. One of them is the magical ideation scale which everyone in the house who has witnessed phenomena fills out um, on their own, and that's to gauge basically how fantasy-prone they are. We also use the talent absorption scale, which is also an indicator of someone who may be fantasy-prone, and our general set of questions um, are looking to see do they have a history of mental illness, what kind of medication are they on, that sort of thing. And... Usually we do find that most of the people that report, not all, but a high degree of them would qualify for being fantasy prone. Um, when we do investigations, we try to stay there for many hours if we feel that, you know, they're, that they're legitimate. And, for, and a lot of it is just for us to educate them. A lot of people, you know, most of the time we go out there, we don't capture anything. We seem to be like the anti-ghost people. They run away from us. And... You know, the biggest part of our job is to calm their fears and let them know the things that they've watched on television and movies are just their entertainment, and that sort of thing just doesn't happen in real life. And, I, you know, we've, we've gotten a lot of requests from different producers over the years, you know, doing television shows, and they always want to know, 
do have a really scary case where the family was threatened and felt their life was in danger. And, you know, that's, so that's, that's Hollywood. That's not, that's not real life. You know, they do a great job with drama on TV, with music, and the way they edit things. But it's just not like that in real life. Do you think that all the TV shows uh, nowadays on television are just adding more confusion to the already very uh, mystical and unknown paranormal world? Um, most of them do. Yeah, they do. Because, let's face it, if, if anyone, we've always said if anyone actually followed us on a case and was honest and didn't do creative editing, no one would watch the show because it would be so boring. Mm -hmm. I mean, spending eight to ten hours of your free time observing a room lit by green because of the night vision is not fun. And then you have to take it home, and everyone in the group, and you're looking at any, on average investigation, probably... 60-plus hours of video and audio to listen to, and you can't listen to it in large chunks because you'll fall asleep and you'll miss something if there was something there. Um, you know, I do think some shows, I mean, I, I, I pick on ghost hunters, but, you know, there are times when Jason and Grant will speak up and say, look, they'll find a logical reason, especially, you know, with plumbing or, or they're saying doors are opening, and they'll, you know, tell them, hey, it's not level. Um, and, and we're able to do that as well, and, and, that's, and that's a great thing, but... Unfortunately, that kind of stuff doesn't doesn't sell commercials. So you have uh, a lot of the drama and creative editing, and and that you know. And another bad thing about that is you know we come out and we don't get anything, and people think that we're not good investigators, but they don't realize. I mean, just when I filmed Ghost Hunters, we were there filming for they probably got 20 plus hours of footage from that one case, and when it was on television, it was reduced to 22 minutes. Well, of course, uh, you know, 22 minutes is the length of a TV segment in a half hour because the other eight minutes goes for commercial content. Exactly. And what? they had to use some creative editing for that, you know, and I know they did. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I was there. And so, you know, it's, it's definitely, I mean, in, in some ways it makes, it gives people realistic expectations and for the people that are already fantasy prone, and, and really need some excitement in their life and want to feel special, this gives them an outlet to think, hey, maybe that have a ghost in my house or, or the worst cases are the people that, that think they're, you know, there's demonic possession. And all of them that we've investigated, it's, it's something, there's a lot of dysfunction in the family. And, you know, there needs to be, you've got someone, in one case we had um, earlier this year, you had a man threatening to commit suicide and his fiance, instead of calling 911, which is what a logical person would do, called me at my house and said, what are we going to do? The demon trying to make him commit suicide. And we'd already been out there. He was insane. He was certifiable. He, he had already been diagnosed um, as having, you know, a serious mental issue and had been put on medication that he wasn't taking. You know, it's just, to me, it doesn't make sense. If you've got someone trying to take their own life, you, you, call the ho you take them to the hospital or you call the police. You don't call the paranormal researcher. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free. Uh, I have a question for you from one of our listeners. They sent the question to us here at uh, on MSN, and let me see. Uh, the question is: Has your guest ever investigated any practical Joker type ghosts? Um, well, yes, yes, and no. We had someone who uh, tried to talk to us, and we were scheduled to go out, and they had everything happen. I mean, it was so over the top. It was like. The best things from every great ghost movie, you know, Amityville Horror, The Entity, Poltergeist, all, all rolled into one that made us very suspicious. And, of course, the person even asked, 
how can I make a lot of money off of this? Um, and we even received a very, uh, when my husband and I got home one night, one day prior to us going out to this location, a phone message that sounded, it sounded like kind of like Count Dracula from, from Sesame Street saying, I am Satan. It was so hilarious. And then uh, they canceled at the last minute, and I think they were pretty concerned that we were going to figure them out to be fakes. And I can tell you, if we had have traveled that distance, I would have been pretty upset. They would have wished they had Satan in their house instead of me when I found out that they had faked it. So we, we've only run across it a couple of times, and that's really because we do such a strict editing mm-hmm. of, um, you know, screening, rather, you know, before we go out there because, you know, this is a hobby. It's an expensive hobby. The equipment is expensive. The price of gas right now especially is very expensive. Um, all of my members work full-time jobs. This, you know, everyone, some people are under the um, impression that we do this for a living and we get paid, and we don't. It costs us money. So we're very selective, and there's tons of cases that come through that do not meet our scrutiny to actually take them on. And it's just because we don't have the manpower or the time. When you enter a house to do an investigation, can you walk us through the procedure? Certainly. Um, most of the time when we get there to do an actual full-scale investigation, which is what you think about, the, you know, the, mainly what they feature on television, we've already done um, a phone interview, and we have already been there at least once to present the psychological test and to do a baseline with electro, uh, looking for electromagnetic fields because we have been able to um, you know, figure out some cases were not legitimate. They were just people that were sensitive to the EM in their house. Mm-hmm. Um, so by that point, we've got a, a lot of information. We uh, usually identify additional, uh, interview additional witnesses. The first thing that happens, we get a tour. Because when we do a full-scale investigation, there are going to be additional members that probably were not present during their preliminary um, investigation. And so the homeowner gives everyone a tour, explains where things have happened. And then based on what's happening, just to talk about the last case that I did a couple weeks ago, um, uh, we actually did interviews because there were a lot of additional witnesses that were there. That took a few hours. Um, We then got back and set up videotapes, um, video cameras all over the house, concentrating upstairs because that's where most of the activity was reported, and then filled the house, made everyone leave, go out to the street, you know, so that we wouldn't hear, you know, us having a conversation on the front porch, and did surveillance for 45 minutes, and then did another, uh, after that was done, sent in a group, and they did an EVP session where someone held a recorder and someone was asking questions to see if we would get a response. And this case was a little um, different because the family actually regularly does Ouija board sessions, and they say that whenever they bring out the Ouija board, all kinds of stuff happens. So we agreed, even though we don't advise people to use a Ouija board, we actually agreed to take that. So we had five cameras in the room. Mm -hmm. They had the three family members. They usually do with it, you know, a candle lit, um, dark room, and they did a Ouija board session. It never moved. (laughs) We had all the, if anything would have, would have moved, we had it covered from so many different angles and nothing happened, um, which made me feel good in the sense that I knew the family wasn't faking anything, you know, because all of us for that location had driven six plus hours and it, you would have thought that it would have put the family in a, um, 
in a position to maybe force something to happen because of the, you know, how long it had taken us to get there, and they didn't. So I was happy about that. They were very genuine. Um, but yeah, we that's that's how it is. And then we, um, it depends on where the location is and how much access the people get us. We've been on location for two and three days. Um, some of them, you know, if we can, we like to set up equipment in the house and I'll stay outside and let the family go about their regular routine. We're not the kind of people that believe in, you know, lights off because I don't run around in my house without the lights on. Most people don't do that. I think that's more for the dramatic for television. And then the hard part is doing the research. By that point, we've already, we have a historian who's um, very good at researching things in courthouses and libraries, and we pretty much have um, an idea of, of what the true history is of the property, if the family feels it's a property-based haunting. And then the fun part is listening, and it usually takes up to a month for every member to listen to all of their hours and watch all the hours of videotape. And once we find or don't find something, you know, we get back with the owner and say, look, you know, this is what we have, this is what we think. And, and a lot of times that's all it takes. I mean, the family members, the, the people that call us just want someone to say they're not crazy and to reassure them that they're not going to be hurt. Something can't hurt them or harm them. Now, during the investigations that you have done, Bobby, have you ever seen a spirit or a ghost manifest right in front of you? No, that has never happened. Um, never happened. Um, we have been places where other members, and I've been on the investigations, have seen, uh, we call them shadow people, that happen at Eastern State Penitentiary. But we've, I mean, the only thing I can say, I've never seen what I would consider like a, an apparition of a person. I have been in a location, and I saw a cat run out in front of me, and I saw because I almost stepped on it. And the owners did have a black cat that was actually crippled from a car accident. Um, so I felt really bad that I almost stepped on the crippled cat. And then I fought for it. It wasn't the cat. Their cat was in the kitchen. It wasn't their cat. And then I thought that the cat that I saw actually didn't have a head. And that may sound strange, but the, but the house was dark. We just had the television on. Some of the family members were watching TV. It was late at night, midnight. And I was getting up to, um, you know, to, to walk outside. And this thing, which I, I thought was the family cat, stepped out in front of me. I stopped, jumped back, and then I realized it wasn't their cat. And after I saw for a minute, the, the cat that I saw was black, and the family cat, the family's cat was black, but it didn't have a head, which is strange. And that was one of the, the things they had actually reported. Um, but, you know, like I said, for some reason when we come out, the ghosts go away. Now, do you uh, have you ever brought a member of the clergy with you on an investigation? We have never brought one with us. We have, um, due to uh, the family's religious beliefs and such, mm -hmm. consulted cler clergy and 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 had them contact clergy. Um, it depends on the religion. We're not outside. We're not against that. Um, and actually, we say that once we've done an investigation, if the family wants the place cleared. We will try to help them, give them a, a referral of someone to contact to help them. We've done that, but that's not our business because to clear a home, uh, be it by clergy or some sort of new age method, there I don't know how anyone can offer a guarantee of that. So I'm not going to promise anyone that I can do that because I can't. So we do, you know, we, we've worked with clergy before and talked to them and had all different types of experiences. Some of the clergy weren't willing to work with us, 
because they thought the family, you know, was living in sin and needed to come to church. And, of course, the family just wanted that quick, dirty, come in and say a prayer, and, and it's over, and it's not quite that easy. Bobby, stand by. We have to take our final break for this hour. If you'd like to contact Bobby and the CPRI team, www.virginiaghosts.com. We'll be back on the other side of this break as the excellent continues live and around the world right here on the Talk Star Radio Network. Don't go away. If you've ever wondered about past lives or even life between lives, and you think the whole idea is a little strange, you're not alone. Dr. Georgina Cannon, author of the books Return, Past Life Regression, and You, and her latest book, Discovering the Interlife, writes her books to remove the woo-woo from these regression protocols and to show the therapeutic benefit and opportunities that happen with these journeys. Discovering the Interlife is the one book you'll need as you continue on your life journey. As Shirley MacLaine said about the book, This is a very, very powerful work. So be kind to yourself and find out more about Discovering the Interlife at www.lifebetweenlivescanada.com. That's www.lifebetweenlivescanada.com. You'll be glad you did. To contact Dr. Georgina Cannon at the Ontario Hypnosis Center in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, visit www.ontariohypnosiscenter.com. What's new? What's a cat? Whoa! The cat is finally out of the bag. Secrets of Cat Attitude Revealed. This is the no copycat book that gives you the X Factor in personable insight and experience to understanding cat behavior and solving problems from the cat's point of view. Learn the secrets of Cat Attitude Revealed by Carolyn Bartz that will take the relationship with your cat up a notch and to the next level. Discover why cat owners live longer, healthier lives. Medical facts revealed and why your cat can't help it. Digital photos to guide you in cat care. Safety tips. Historical and myth gems, and a fun and lightning quiz. The perfect gift for smart cat owners and cat lovers. If you love your cat, take the journey now. Don't wait. To order your copy of Secrets of Cat Attitude Revealed, visit www.secretsofcatattitudedrevealed.com. Secrets of Cat Attitude Revealed, the perfect gift for smart cat owners and cat lovers. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.
Bobby, I've got a question for you from one of the members of the Exxon Nation in the Exxon chat room at ExxonTV.com. They'd like to know if ghosts can hurt people. No, no, I do not believe ghosts can hurt people. Most of the injuries associated with paranormal research or ghosts involve broken or sprained ankles, and that's when people get freaked out or scared and they run and fall. So it's just a matter of uh, scare yourself more than more than anything. Exactly, yes. We are our own worst enemies in a lot of ways, yes. How do you protect yourself uh, before you go into a location that is haunting where there may be negative spirits? Um, well, that depends on the members. I mean, we have members of all different faiths, Catholic, you know, Wiccan, you know, different Protestant denominations. And I think something that's pretty common with, with everyone, um, for people that maybe don't have a particular spiritual path, is, is the white light technique. I mean, I actually don't really do any of that um, unless, I, unless I did feel that there was going to be something dangerous, and so far mm-hmm. I, I've never encountered that. But the white light technique, you just visualize white light around you that's going to protect you. And, um, you know, I've heard talking to people that do work with a lot of negative things, such as John Zaffos, who actually um, is considered a demonologist, that you use the white light technique, but not only do you have to envision just the light, but you have to envision a lot of positive things with the light. So it's a very um, a matter of concentration. But he's dealing with really hard, hardcore stuff, and the type of stuff that he works with um, is very rare, is very rare. Um, so you, you normally don't, don't run into that. Bobby, with all the different uh, organizations uh, throughout the United States and Canada and the U.K. and the rest of Europe who are doing research into ghosts and uh, spirits, how come with all these people there has been no definitive finding as to who, what, when, where, why, or how? Um, I think that's because you're right. There are tons of people that are doing it, but unfortunately there are maybe only a dozen or less groups that are actually credible. A lot of these people that are doing the research are ghost enthusiasts, and they're not true researchers. They already believe ghosts exist, Mm -hmm. and they go in there, and every speck of dust or or pollen, if you're outside here in Virginia, is the spirit of the dead. And there's less than a dozen of them that actually are skeptical and are doing really hardcore research. And it's just, it's just hard. I mean, like I said, we, in that one case a few years ago, we had something materialize uh, on video, and then we go back to replay the tape, and it's as if nothing had ever been recorded. So I don't think really that spirits want to be captured. I mean, we do have some good EVPs, you know, electronic voice phenomena, when you capture spirits on, on audio tape. Um, but the thing is, you may have that spirit, but how can you prove that that's someone who has been who's deceased and one thing that we've been working on without any success is finding someone that has an evp recording someone that maybe received a phone call from the dead and and have a recording from voicemail or an answering machine mark macy have you ever have you ever heard of mark macy no i'm not familiar with him he has tons of them is he into evp and phone calls from the dead he sure is. He's got tons of them. In fact, we've had him on the show, and he's played them for us. I'll send you his email. I'll send you his website. I'm sure he'd be uh, more than happy to talk to you. Thanks very much for joining us tonight, Bobby. Bobby is the founder and director of the Center for Paranormal Research and Investigations, www.virginiaghost.com. When we come back, open mic with yours truly, 